I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you guys made it. I see Adam's camera cooled off. <laughs> Just in the nick of time. Whose camera needs a radiator? Like, I don't get it, man. Somebody so, who leaves their camera on for months at I a time. The, am I at the proper, like, is my camera too far forward, too far back? I don't know. Looks like you're going to, like, move in and make out with it. <laughs> Should I sit back? Yeah, totally. a little bit. Um, I got my, uh, look at my, see this? Prestige what is that? Worldwide. I don't get it. Water? Boats and hose. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get it now. Nice. Look nice, who's nice. twinsies today here. Oh, let's get this. Let's get the flag in there. Oh, yeah. Look at that, Joe. Oh, sweet. Check that out. I was going to wear that, but I figured Chris didn't show up tonight. So, you know, I was thinking the same thing. Should we support the guy? He's not here. Ah, fuck, why not? We like him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know, where is Chris tonight? Hmm, I don't know. It's a pineapple party. Yeah. Some post turkey pineapple parties. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That he's... sounds like fun. Said something about what is he making? Crawfish or something? That's what he makes instead oh, of turkey, yeah. like a normal person. <laughs> turkey or at least ham. He makes those little tiny crawfish and cuts them up and whatever. Something like that. Yeah. So Chris isn't here because he has a family that he cares about and wants to spend time with them because they apparently don't ever get in arguments. Yeah. And they respect him and enjoy his company. So he's like, Yeah, I got to be with my family today, guys. We'll Super. probably do the same stuff around Christmas too because he did it last year. So. Yeah, don't hold your breath. No show. You know, he's the uh, he's the undependable one of the group. I uh, I forgot all about that he wasn't showing up tonight. I didn't. I've been thinking about it all week. I've had anxiety about it and bad dreams about it. It's bothered me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the gifs uh, Bill put in the chat were funny. I'm like, Bill, what's wrong? He's put like crying face and no and all this stuff. I'm like, Bill, what's up? Then you see can, he's not going to make it this far. I'm like, oh. I can't express my own emotions, so I have to use GIFs. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Are they GIFs or GIFs? GIFs, I don't know. Jiffy Lube, Giffy Lube, <laughs> GIF peanut butter. So let's see what's up. I need yeah, to my... carry like, like an iPad on a string around my neck so when I feel emotions, I can quickly like bring up a GIF and show people what I'm feeling <laughs> inside. Yeah. Since I can't actually express it with my human face, you're using it for the 550 eyes, anyways, right? The Teslas with no screen. No. Oh. No. No. I, use it I got the I manifold now. Ah. Which I really haven't even been able to break out and use it. You know. Mm. You should. Well, I guess I'll sit back. I don't do yeah, anything as well anyway, right? Hmm? Like an old person trying to read a newspaper. <laughs> I don't. I feel like my uh, proportions are off. Sorry, guys. No, because when you're looking at all of us, like your head is the biggest. Like Joe is the furthest back, which he didn't rotate his Rubik's Cube. I feel like I need to lower it a little bit, huh? Eh, maybe lower it, scooch on back a little bit. There. You got the green screen going so you can like show a black background. Yeah. That's different. It's still too high. What are you drinking there, Bill? What happened? What's that? What are you drinking there? Coffee. Because I'm tired. I wish it was booze. I wish it was straight scotch. Yeah. That's what I wish, but That's I can't drink anymore. I kind of, um, I don't know. No more gummies for me either. I'm going no. straight. No. You going straight? Triple X straight? I got tea. My Tazo tea. Oh, yeah, man. I've been switching to tea, which is in this cup right here. I got three beverages over here. Tea, coffee, and diet pop, right? Tea, I don't mind tea, but man, like... Could it be any more of a boring flavor? Like just fucking this. This uh, hold on a second. There's one you got to try here. I'm trying to find what is it called. It's like a berry one. Super good. I drink the uh, Yoji Passion Fruit Tea by Tazo. Mm. Sounds super gay, but I'll try. Because <laughs> the stuff. So I've been trying teas lately because I'm like, you know, I can't go back to drinking because I'm, you know, what they call an alcoholic. Only because I drink till I black out. And I'm like, well, now I got to try something else. So I've been drinking tea because I can't, you know, I can't do drugs, can't smoke cigarettes, can't drink booze, you know, all the fun things in life. So I'm drinking this mess of fucking hot armpit water because it's got almost no taste. And I've been going through like, I don't know how many boxes of tea I went through. And I found a flavor that's decent. And it's the uh, the bedtime tea, the Yogi Bed, Yogi, Yogi, whatever you call it, bedtime tea. Not terrible. Chamomile. Speaking of tea and crumpets... Speaking Clive's in chat. 
hello clive and uh how insulting is that to clive i don't know i just want to transition to the great guys we have in the chat man that's a good point jonathan Hughes says put milk in your tea that seems weird i don't like milk though hey bill one thing we need we forgot about we need to thank our sponsors yes let me get on my list here of our sponsors here um so this week we're sponsored by lead ninja and gene slade sponsoring us with uh, his millions and millions of dollars thanks to adam who reached out to gene earlier this week and they have formed a bond yes like that's brothers. why he's not doing the gummies he's yes. he's kind of you know the rich man uh, drug thank adam for bringing on and then i said screw it what i do uh him and uh j-dub i'm trying to get us uh hooked up with like denny's because we can't get we can't get hvac sponsors at all to save our lives so we can't I'm going out try like IHOP and Denny's wherever I'm like driving around. The Grand if Slam I'm McDonald's drive through. I'm like, hey, you want to sponsor our, our YouTube show? Hey, you know? uh, Will, Captain Morgan Gold with some pop, bud. I'm the cool guy. Mm-hmm. Not these guys drinking tea. Yeah, I know we're not cool. <laughs> so real quick, let's give a shout out to everybody that's watching. Yeah, tonight. let's do it. Let's get this First, party started. I seen our uh, our number one fan, Mr. Randy Ravioli, is in the is in the audience tonight. Up, His Randy? little buddy Luke, I'm sure, is, is sitting close by. There he is. The bark there he Luke. is. <laughs> so we got Jonathan Hughes. You got Jason all the OGs Johnson, tonight. All, all the OGs. Will Speed hanging out. I was asking Will Speed earlier if he did anything cool this week, but I missed missed it. If he yeah, he gets some cool stuff out of him. He does get a lot of cool things. Jason Johnson. Cyborg Sheep. Where's his I thought I seen him earlier. Earlier. He's in here. Ham- Hamilton. Herman Lloyd. Chipmunk, his left bicep, oh, yeah. Tommy, and his twin sister, Dolly. Yeah, and this was goal too. Yeah, everything HVACR. Good to see you guys. Hope everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. I know a bunch of you fat bastards were talking about how much you ate in the chat earlier. Man, I, I just I ate so much food. I literally ate a pound and a half of ham for dinner yesterday because I weighed it. Because that's what I do when I'm bored, as I weigh food, and. I still feel full, man. Just half a pie, half a ham, a bunch of potatoes. Like, I feel, I just feel bad. You know what? I just want, Keith, you're awesome, bud. You're awesome. Thanks, bud. You know, a lot of people don't chat, you know, and they're watching us on a smart TV like he is. He's, that's, that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, Keith, it's a good idea unless you have kids around. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Because we, uh, we don't take kindly to children around here. You Libra tree. That reminds me of that story. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it about uh, Adam's son's adventure this week. Mm. His son, your your son's adventure in the neighborhood. Oh no! Don't talk! Don't do it, please. <laughs> no. Please, he says. No. Yeah. Don't say it. Uh, let's Let talk about say. some. Uh, let's talk. What were we about to talk about? Uh, There's so much HVAC going on. Yeah, we we were going to talk about. Nitrogen. Real quick, though. No, no, that's. Oh, that's we can go there. That's there for later. There. That's for later. That's for later. So, real quick, let's let's stay in the holiday theme here. What you guys do for the holiday? Now, Joe, real quick. I don't think anybody. I don't really know what you guys do for Thanksgiving, right? It's just a normal Thursday for you, right? Yeah, dude. Because you have. Here? When is your Thanksgiving? Boxing Day. October is that it? Or something? I don't even know. Um, even... Maybe keep six or cyber. Somebody could enlighten me i don't even remember what so it was your thanksgiving did you just um like did canadia say hey the states have a, a thanksgiving so we're gonna take one like what are you guys thankful for up there the Good queen question. like what, what how did that start i don't know did you guys what, did you have like a deal with the indians too yeah something like that and yeah, we had a we had a good deal with the indians we we made out like bandits on that deal hey at least it worked out for you yeah, dude. Look at we got all this <laughs> land for free, land of the free, home of the brave, sort of thing. But yes. like I tell everybody, Canadians are thankful every day. That is true. That's why I don't take it so serious. Mm-hmm. But we know one thing: when it's Thanksgiving in America, all we see is college football down here. College, 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 college. Yeah. Football, all we, at least where I'm at, all we see is the uh, the Lions games, the Detroit Lions, who always lose every year without a doubt. <laughs> I didn't even watch this year. I actually I don't even know if they lost this year. I'm just assuming that they did. I didn't even watch the game this year. I just assume that they lost. I don't watch college football. We're thankful for the back bacon and beer. True NW. 
Hey, what about Black Friday? Anybody Ted, else go out Ted shopping? Cook in the chat. Week? Sorry? Oh, yeah, Mr. Ted Cook in the chat. Hey, Ted. That's one thing um, we adopted from you guys, and I'm thankful for, is Black Friday. Black Friday, so you can go out and buy your cheap $5 toasters and $5 oh, DVD it. players. It's all junk, Joe. It's it's like they, they ship in like all this crap stuff, and they're like, let's just sell it for like 5 bucks. Yeah. Because that's all it is. It's just junk. People that stay, stay in lines and all that crap, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would go. You know what? You know what I used to go for every Black Friday? Um, Bourbon County, Goose Island, Bourbon County, what? super rare. Comes out once a year, sells out within like a half hour. Hmm. Yeah. High alcohol content beer, but now I quit drinking, so I I'm free. I'm single, ready to hmm. mingle, but I'm not single. Yeah, you're not really ready to mingle then. True. I'm gonna get back to that guy's question there, but what'd you guys do uh, this weekend? Anything interesting or what? This weekend? You mean last weekend? Sorry, this week. This week. Oh, this week. Yeah. Mm, I did a couple things. I had to actually go back and work on that uh, frequency drive on that exhaust. Oh, yeah, that masterpiece. Yeah, there was a... Well, it quit working, so (laughs) I went back out there thinking that maybe there was a moisture problem because I was expecting either moisture or grease to immediately get inside that freak drive and just just to blow it out. Absolutely. Was uh, that OEM, the way it was set up? Well, originally that came as everything was 208 three phase because it was we ordered a uh, 120 volt single phase for the restaurant, but it was shipped to us as 208 three phase. So we contacted the manufacturer and they're like, well, it doesn't matter. We'll just send you a new freak drive. You just change that out. But then we're like, well, it still has the three phase motor. And then that's when I learned that freak drives, VFDs can actually run three phase motors when they're, you know, the input voltage is 120 volt single phase. Right. And, uh, so I quit working like the day after I went out there and changed it out. So I, I mean, it ran, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes while I was there, just tightening, tidying things up. And, uh, so what I found out is that the parameters in there weren't set up properly. So whenever you would shut it off, it wouldn't know that it had to be turned back on. Like there was nothing telling it to turn back on. It was just on, but there was no command to run. So I had to, uh, I had to get all the tech support. I tried using the book and set it up according to the manual how to uh, get it to turn back on immediately go into run mode when uh, power is reapplied but um, it wouldn't work for me so i called tech support and turns out even though it doesn't say this anywhere in the manual you're supposed to put a jumper on like terminals one to four to trick it into running Mm. you immediately reapply power and i'm like well it it doesn't say that anywhere in the book so that was kind of frustrating but learned something i guess yeah i I, you know i haven't seen that before so uh Pretty interesting. There's a lot of feedback in the uh, the overtime group, which, by the way, if you're watching this and you don't know, we do have a Facebook group, HVAC Overtime, soon to have a website with merch and all that fun stuff. But, um, yeah, go check out our group. Join up. We got lots of cool stuff in there. Randy, you're amazing. But yeah, lots of people <laughs> um, Lots of people didn't know about that. I had a couple people that were telling me, you know, just bypass the freak drive and this, that. Yeah, and that's it's like I can't. It's the inputs 120. It changes it over to three phase for that motor. It's it's wild. There's no way to even bypass that. You know, in, in an emergency situation, if that freak drive ever goes out, like true. I mean, what are you gonna do? Hmm. Uh, I'll be you, Adam. What was your week like? I know I I said something about uh, save it for Friday. So guys, if you ever see hashtag save it for Friday, they ca- that came about because in our private chat. Um, you know, we talk, whatever. And sometimes I think there's going to be a good discussion. I'll just say, hashtag, save it for Friday. <laughs> and now so we're not allowed to talk. The later it gets into the week, the <laughs> less we're allowed to say. And that's just how it goes with Joe. <laughs> you can't talk to him. You can't. And then, like, can't so much time. Go- I, dude, I can't remember what I had for dinner last night. And it was Thanksgiving. All right. <laughs> so my question is, what did I do this week? I don't know. It's hard to remember. I wish that we would have talked about it so I kept it fresh in my mind. No, uh, no, no. You know, it was just today worked, where it's like, last weekend. I worked seven days last week, so I was freaking exhausted. Um, let's see. We started the thermostat project, which is 141 EcoBees. Again, we're changing. Um, yes. I got my two guys on that. I started it off. I did like two thermostats. And I was just like, this is so dumb. Like, you guys think you could handle this? And like, yeah, we got it. I'm like, cool. I'm That's awesome. It. Yeah. So, so if you're watching, guys, good on you. So they yeah. could do it themselves. Oh, also, I was impressed because uh, 
you know, when you're when you're adding the PEK on those thermostats, yes, on old furnaces that you're, you're wiring things in, and you could bump things, you know, uh, by the control board, right? So the one they bumped, they knocked the wire off a transformer. They figured it out by themselves. What? That was good. Not a big deal, but it was. Hey, good. that's that's progress in the right direction, right? right. Another one, pressure switch mm-hmm. wasn't closing, and he told me that, and I'm like, really? Why would the pressure switch not be closing? But then mm-hmm. he explained how he measured voltage across it and everything. I'm like, damn, these guys are they're doing pretty good. They're they're moving the right baby steps, right? And who teach who taught them all this stuff? I don't know. I guess uh, college. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah, the you did, you cool. silly. Yeah. They watch YouTube a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. Even if they, I know you're uh, doing well, but hey, you know what? There's a couple guys in the group actually were saying, hey, if you need help, Adam, on that boiler install or that Bosch. Oh yeah, that was nice. There was a it couple was guys nice. offering to, to on the holiday weekend to help me out. We did uh, so today. My first Bosch heat pump. Right, um, I thought you did one before. No, this is the else? first one ever. Cool. I did. Well, was a man at this race, right, 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 right. I just, uh, I have it running. I have the furnace running right now because it started getting late. It was dark outside. I didn't have a good light, and I'm like, I'm not gonna mess around with trying to charge this thing. It's the first time I'm commissioning it. Um, yeah, I want to come back during the daytime and spend time because I got a show, and that's what I'm thinking about right now. So All I right. left, um, but I have to go back there. So we shall see. I see what uh, Cyborg Chief said. Going back to that uh, freak drive on that exhaust, that VFD, and uh, if if you ever needed a bypass, it you could make the bypass work temporarily by using a transformer and a capacitor. Hmm. I'm need more details on that. That hmm. sounds like you could, but I don't I'm really. I can't wrap my brain around it. Maybe we'll bring I mean, Clive really, on later in the show and uh, he can explain that. That's all the VFD is doing. I mean, it's just you know. Um, yeah, well, I, obviously it's not that simple, but it's uh, it's just bumping the voltage up, taking capacitors, cleaning it up a little bit. Jason Johnson's asking if it's a true VFD, meaning like you could adjust the hertz, or is it uh, fixed? Uh, you can adjust it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was real pissed off. I I bought one of those uh, what do they call them? Controllers or whatever for the VFDs. What do they call them? Um, a VR, a VR. What are these guys? What do you guys call them? What are they called? I'm not computer guys. No, no, it's like a little screen. Uh, smartwatch. <laughs> what do you mean, little screen? Know. The VFT drive. Like, what do you mean? Uh, like so, Control? the carriers. It's just like uh, it's just nothing. You just plug all these wires into it. There's nothing there, right? Okay, so, gotcha. And then you have to buy a screen separate to connect yes. it and make any adjustments on it. Yes, yes. Why? Yeah, yeah. That's right. So I bought the screen. Yeah, they makes they, they told me, they said, uh, you got to buy this screen, blah, blah, blah. So I ordered the screen, and then I try hooking it up, and it's not working. I call them up, tech support. Why is this thing not working? They're like, what model do you have? I told them, well, that's an outdated model. I'm like, nobody told me what model to buy. I just go online, and I type in for this brand, whatever VFD it was. Um, yeah. <laughs> Specific model screen you got to buy for these. Yeah, I don't know who makes that module, whatever it is. I don't it's know uh, something, what is it? Uh Service a Z or no? I don't, I don't remember. They'll carry your ones. Yeah. I don't, I don't work out enough. You know, when I was on the phone with uh, tech support, having them help me go through the parameters, make sure all the – there's like 500 parameters in this thing too. It's, it's insane. And uh, we wanted to make sure all the parameters were set up. I forgot to ask them, like, can you send me some detailed, like, specs on this? Like, I don't know, it's the engineering brochure of how it actually does this, you know, the component to component, what it's doing – Throughout the entire sequence of changing 120 volt single phase over to three phase when it gets to the motor, but I totally forgot that, so I apologize. <laughs> it's all right. I went oh, to yeah. a, I went to a call. I had to give a uh, where is it here a non immediate rad tag because they had yeah, a, what's, non, that, what's a non immediate? It's like yeah. hey, I'm gonna shut you down like a week. Yeah, but just know hey, I'm coming. You, Ninety days. You shouldn't use it. Eh? <laughs> 90 days, 90 days. You might well, die. I worked something out for them. Um, pretty much took down the he, door. That he, gave you, he gave you a couple bucks. And he's like, <laughs> let me roll for a little bit here. Yeah. How about a couple of loonies and toonies? And, uh, right, a stack of loonies and toonies. No, you know, um, I, I don't know why it happened just recently. Well, I know why. They, they closed it in. Maybe it happened before and they're not telling me. But 
they close this like enclosed space where this boiler is in this natural draft uh, hot water tank, and they made a closet, the door, so it's just suffocating there. And their carbon monoxide's um, whatever a meter went off. So I went in and I seen them. I'm like, what the hell? So I had to I had to do it. When it comes to safety and carbon monoxide, dude, I, I just can't do it. I can't. I had, I had to do it. I told him 90 days. 90 days from now, I'm coming back and I'm shutting them up. I worked something off. One appliance door ripped off. Yeah, there's there's certain like certain things in the cold book. They they could bring fresh air from uh, outside. If they can't bring it from outside, they could always add grills um, on the door or the wall. There's everything uh, in the cold book. I, I think in the cold book, if it's enclosed, I think it's like one inch um, per thousand BTUs. You have to drill, uh, make a hole. If you have more than one appliance, you have to make two holes. Yada yada yada. Or you could bring air from outside. What are you to- talking about, inch? Like free air drill, yeah, free yeah. air inch in the doorway space, just to bring air in. and and you see it a lot, and people don't get it. You know, it comes back to the fact we used to talk about the fresh air from the furnace when contractors first thing, pa, they just keep it inside, like on the uh, cookie cutter houses. They yeah. don't bring the fresh air from outside on furnaces. Yeah, same thing. I hate that. You know, How does that I just make hate you feel? it. So mm-hmm. oh, bad, bad, yeah. bad. Yeah. And I think, I think. He didn't. Well, I guess because the boiler is running. I was thinking why it would happen. I guess just a few reasons. I guess it could be uh, the enclosure. It could be a little bit of stack effect. Probably it's winter time. Who knows? How small of a room was it? It's it's small. It was small. Well, there you go. You don't have the the combustion air, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Or probably some uh, some magnetrons in a industrial or. I wouldn't call it industrial, a commercial microwave this week. A what? Oh, yeah? Commercial microwave, yeah. yeah. What did you have to do to it? I had to replace well, the magnetrons, diodes, capacitors, pretty much everything in the heating circuit. It came out to be like $2,000. The microwave itself is like maybe 2500 bucks. So dumb. I was like, it literally put in my nose, like, you should, it's nine years old. Like, you should just replace this. I mean, I understand it's a $2,500 stainless steel awesome giant microwave but you're gonna pay me two grand to come back with all these parts tear it all apart how much how much was that bill anyways two grand <laughs> it's wild yeah. like i don't understand it's just like I buy a new one yeah but how long would it I'm take to- wondering about these refrigeration things that chris you know these little reach-ins and this and that the re- yeah. when he's sitting there and he's rebuilding these whole things it's like dude just go buy these things are like freaking go buy a new one, right? Oh, see, I I had to. Uh, well, the one I did was it two weeks ago. I basically rebuilt. I gutted an entire walk-in or not a walk-in, entire reach-in evaporator condenser, the whole condensing sled, gutted everything, and replaced it all. But in that wow. situation, like the box was fixed, like it's part of the make line. Like you can't just roll it out and roll a new one in place. You know, that's the only time it really makes sense to me. Some of these like big picture repairs that Chris does on these little reach-ins, like those things don't cost that much. Mm. It's wild. I, don't, I have no clue what they cost, but I can't imagine it would be much cheaper to have somebody come out there and play with it for hours on end. Yeah, well, remember too, like these these chains corporations that Chris and even I work for, actually some of the uh, companies we work for are the same exact companies. Uh, like they're massive companies and they go to these manufacturers and say, we're going to buy just your product, just your reach-in coolers, because we'll go to these restaurants. They'll have all the same brands, all the same models throughout all the restaurants. So they get a great deal on these these pieces of equipment. So I'm always like, just go buy another one. I know you can buy it cheaper than I could ever think about buying it. So just tell them to get you another one. Fucking buy another one. Yeah. You know? Simple. Like, they're getting nice machines for, I don't know, like two grand. Manitowoc, I don't know what the model is, but, you know, Maybe not exactly two grand, but they get a sweet deal on them because they buy so many of them. The uh, there was another cost. Somebody actually mentioned about indirect in the in the chat. Uh, I gotta go back to it. There was another call, Adam. I don't know if you ever did it. So I think more Adam. This pertains more to Adam uh, <laughs> between boilers, but um, a client wanted uh, what they want domestic from um, a boiler setup, but they only had a buffer tank. So did you ever take off the buffer tank to a uh, plate heat exchanger and make a domestic loop? Uh, that's what I'm going to be doing. Save actually, money. that's exactly what I just got rid of 
at this house. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking out and I'm putting in. <laughs> no, it was a stupid setup. They had a big Techmar control, blah, blah, blah. The pump was always running all the time. And um, the engineer who designed it was like, because there, there's a recircle line, right? Right. And uh, he would have issues with like the temperature spiking slightly or like dropping a little bit. And he had a, there was a recirc line and like I told him, I'm like the way this heat exchanger is you pretty, cause it was like, they're using the heat exchangers and on demand uh, hot water. The plate heat exchanger. Right. They're They're like probably the quickest for response time. But but here's the, here's the thing. They weren't using that hot of water. Right. So what he was doing was the recirc line was, it was, it was using all the hot water pipes in the house Mm -hmm. as a tank. And he was relying on the research line to run. And I told the engineer that I'm like, and he said, uh, he's like, no, the research line is only so you can uh, have hot water right when you turn on the faucet. I'm like, no, the way this is piped and set up, you have to have this. Otherwise, you're not going to have it. He's like, no, that's not oh, right. Wow. I'm like, let me tell you something. Let's turn the switch off. Let's <laughs> talk to him in two days and see what he says. He called right. me. He's like, my hot water's not working. Like, Go flip the freaking the recircle line back on. So he go. had the he had a wire that the whole circle line pump was on, but no individual pump on the domestic side. Uh, there was a so there was a pump that was running between the buffer tank and the uh, the exchanger. exchanger. Yeah, but then he had a recircle line, so it kept running multiple passes through all the hot water oh, pipes in his house. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it was geothermal, a buffer tank with geothermal, and then he had like a small little uh, boiler one up at the end of it. You know, good point because that's the only other time I worked on something like that. There was a heat pump, and obviously they needed more heat, so they ran from a buffer tank that the heat that the geothermal was heating up. They ran a plate heat exchanger and preheated before it hit the like I was a what, combi, I think. So what was heating the the plate heat exchanger? The combi. It was well, no the buffer. It was a heat heat a heat pump, uh, circulating that loop, and it was preheating before it got to the combi. See, I just pulled it all out because they tried using this super expensive mixing valve. Didn't work right. What was happening the was digital valve. No, I don't know. Which sorry to retract. The superheater will be a, the D superheater of uh, let's say a geothermal. So uh, what I think was happening, why the temperature was spiking is the water was sitting in the coil because it was a- actually not a like an indirect tank. It was a reverse indirect tank. You know oh. what I'm about? Yeah. So the, yeah. the boiler water, if you will, is the tank and I the domestic know. is the coil running through. It's revert. It's opposite of a regular indirect tank. Is that the one that the coil is friggin huge? Like or is it or is it like? Double coil or something? It's, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, yeah. I think it is a decent-sized coil in that. But um, Which, what I think was happening was just sitting inside of there, and the water was warm, and that's, like, when it would make it through then, and it would hit the shower, it would spike. And mm. I just said, let's tear this crap out. This is a stupid setup. And the, there was an engineer, and he's like, I think we should put on ultrasonic flow sensors on the pipes. And start, what? He started coming up with all these crazy ideas. I'm like, dude, this is – fucking stupid complicated as it is and it doesn't work let's not make it more complicated and make it not my freak there we go <laughs> oh my gosh oh man Someone yeah, i forgot to pay the there. electric bill <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i i hear it you know now you talk about um reverse tank should have bought led light bulbs yeah <laughs> that's the other thing i noticed between um even indirects um i remember there was I forget who made it. I think it was Bradford and White. I had one time a scenario that they weren't getting enough heat because this old Bradford, uh, Bradford and White tank had a shitty, um, what's it called, heat exchanger inside of it. It was like small compared to like the ones they have now or other companies. I usually use IBC. So I think that answers a question in chat. I believe it's IBC I usually use. Those are good indirects. I like them. The surface, I think the surface areas, they, they maxed out the surface area, so you're getting good, uh, uh, dissipating heat good, and your temperature, uh, whatever difference is, pretty close. So I like IBC. Anyways. Hmm. I wonder what happened to my camera. I would agree. <laughs> something going, I yeah. hope I didn't burn out something on this. Oh, thing. I'm sure it's burnout, man. I've never seen a camera that goes off because it's too hot. 
but also i didn't know you'd left your camera on for months at a time yeah yeah turn this crap off you know that's you have another camera on your on your like, doesn't your computer like automatically go to sleep like at some point in time no well it's not my computer it's a camera it's an external camera uh, yeah. well I was, now that you're just a voiceover um that equal b because i love the uh how you um can monitor your customers you know usage what do you got to do for that hmm. so people they're know. actually i think they're getting rid of that soon what yeah it's stupid it makes me angry that's like one of the best features i know that's um but uh yeah you got to sign up as a contractor and then once you sign up as a contractor um and they create their account they need to uh my freaking light is buzzing i gotta turn this thing off they need to um go log into the online portal See what happens when you electrify everything nate has <laughs> good one um yeah yeah see what so, so you're saying log into the the their portal yep Click on about, go to contractor settings, and then you need to allow the con- you need to specify your contractor. They the customer does. Hmm. So they would go to a drop down box and it would show A team heating and air. Check that. Allow uh, permissions, and then now I could see their thermostat. Cool. That that's awesome because you you monitor everything from there. You could. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I mean, I like it when it's cold. It's fun to watch in the morning time when I'm like dropping a deuce. I just like mm-hmm. look at everyone's thermostats on my phone. Creepy. Well, you also get to see if they're keeping up, right? Yeah. Can't you also, isn't there like a camera in there? So you can't, you also like see what they're really doing. Um, They don't know about that. Ah, secret. I like it. Mm-hmm. There was um nothing like a deucing peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Oh. Okay. My Wohler VE400 showed up today, the inspection camera. Yes. Did you get it from True Type? Oh, Tools? that reminds me of something I was going to ask you guys. Yeah. Best Go way ahead. to spy on people when they're changing their clothes. Go mm. for it. You just did. You just did. Oh, no, no, actually, um, secondary heat exchangers. Is there like a, a good way to, um, like, what's the best way you guys have found to see if they're cracked or broken or failed in some ways? Usually don't. They usually don't crack. I don't think. I, the one time I've only seen one crack was a train. It was super oversized with no returner, and there's a plastic piece on it that cracked. Hmm. Um, so what? Uh, I only ask this because um, some of our newest accounts do have these uh, high efficiency, like residential style furnaces, and and of course they're new to me, and. Um, Somebody was mentioning to me the other day that these particular brand was it uh, carrier? carrier. Yep, yeah. yep, it was carrier. He said uh, the uh, secondary heat exchangers, uh, oh, yeah, uh, like they they fail, to crack or whatever. But uh, I was like, better. How do you like? How do you get eyes on that? How do you verify that it is? Get, I mean, you could pull the, the blower out. I think it's the best. You could pu- pull the blower out. Sometimes you'll see water leaking from them. Mm-hmm. The seals are rust trail, right. but. If you pull the, let me see. Now the blower is down at the bottom, and the secondary heat exchanger would be right on top, bottom, right above it, right above it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. So you, so you would be able like to see that if you pull the blower. Two portions down. of the back portion of the secondary and the front portion. Either one can leak water. Um, usually, nothing in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and otherwise, another thing that will happen is you'll notice like there'll be a lot of heat coming off the furnace. Period. Like you'll put your hand on the top plate yeah. of the furnace, and you'll be like, "Damn, that thing is hot! I can cook, cook some freaking fried eggs on this thing." And that's when you know like the secondary heat exchanger is yep because you're failed or compromised. It's, that's one of the that's one of the um, the symptoms. Oh. Another one is a rollout switch will trip. Another yeah, one is the, the the exhaust smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. So I assume when it plugs up, um, you know, your pressure switches will trip. So it's, you know, like that, I assume, would be pretty obvious. Mm, I think a lot, most of the time I've seen it's like hot furnace or rollout switch trips. And then if you do a combustion test, it's going to be, yeah. Off the charts. Hmm. But, you know, you usually see a stain. Like I, the ones I've been seeing lately, I always see a trail stain because... I guess uh, the the water, the acidic water, condensate water that's going through the secondary, 
is getting jammed up, coming out from somewhere, and it just leaves that trail of rusty. So is that looking. a good sales tactic then when you pull the heat exchanger and you do see those? those Absolutely. Stains? If you want to, <laughs> but it's dangerous, man. You can't have a furnace like that. You got to condemn that shit. Yeah. Only, only because it got stains in it, though. You're not talking like actual open cracks. We're talking about monoxide getting into the airstream. Yeah, but usually you don't see True. the secondary. I mean, but but it is it. Here's the thing, right? The combustion is very bad. It gets to the point where if something does happen, yeah, it could be very deadly very quickly, right? The yeah. amount of carbon monoxide in the air. Hmm. Yeah, because it is it is open. It is not only that, you're getting um, what's it called? The roll-up switch is going, meaning your flame is not going through the inside inside the uh, yeah. Heat exchanger. So it's dangerous. You know, my brother uh, last week had mentioned to me that his um, his furnace it's an old, I think an old train. I don't know how old, but it's an older train. Uh, I think eighty percent or something like that. But he said out of his ducts he was getting like a sweet, almost like a wood burning smell. And uh, I was like, I couldn't tell you what it is, man. I was thinking maybe he dropped some incense down the vent, but uh, <laughs> I think I. I've never heard of that before, ever in my entire life. Wood burning, sweet, smell. yeah, like sweet. a sweet wood burning sort of smell. Hmm. Sweet. I mean, Sounds there's no okay. secondary to it. I mean, it's just a simple right. 80% furnace. I was thinking maybe uh, it's been firing off this whole season. So my first thought was, oh, maybe this is the first time it fired up this year. I mean, it's just burning off some dust or something. But, hmm. Yeah, maybe. Know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The first time of the year, absolutely. Whatever. But it's not. No, it's been fired up plenty oh. of times before. But wasn't the first time of the season. No, no, no. So I had no explanation for him. But to <laughs> ease his mind, I said I, I would ask you two guys because you guys are geniuses. Yeah, I, it's hard to say. Sweetness is maybe he's hiding uh, somebody inside the ductwork. I don't know. I thought like maybe the previous person who lived there was like unsure of how furnaces worked and they were putting like logs down the ducts mm -hmm. like, just to see like it's getting cold in here and like let's put some more logs in the ductwork. Who puts logs in ductwork? Stupid no people who don't know how Why are logs work. sweet? I don't know. That was a that was a completely theoretical situation that didn't really happen. <laughs> uh no, well, Jonathan Hughes he had it on uh I don't know, like months and months ago, it first kicked out and it's been running since. Hmm. What Weird. else? Yeah. I got a uh, one. What else did I? Oh, you know what I tried on Sunday? Ran a service call. And? Um, I tried that uh, Navac flaring tool. And how was it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What were you doing anyways? Fixing a leak. Oh. Leak? Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. The one caused by the roofers? I don't know if it was caused by the roofers, but I mean, it, it could have been a bad flare. Maybe it was hmm. not a bad flare. It looked okay, but it was like kind of, I don't know. My thing you is, know, what, what do you guys think? If if it's a flat roof, yeah, one of the commercial style roofs, um, the mini split was installed. It was on like a, a short six inch stand. That's right. It is tits. They Alaska. lifted up the mini split. And uh, I don't know what they did with it. They levitated it while they roofed under it. Magnets. <laughs> it's magnets. like moving around a mini split flares will cause they, a leak. They I did some David Blaine or Jason, whatever his name is. It depends. Like, I mean, they don't need to lift it up very high, right? Because you're just talking like a flat roof, so a rubber membrane. They could just lift it up one time and roll that shit it's out. It's the asphalt. Yeah, burn down stuff, though. It's got to be high enough where you're not burning anything, right? Mm, They're using the asphalt, just... maybe. Yeah, what do you do? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I just like to blame other people, so I'm just thinking it's not me. Yeah. Did you did you use a torque wrench when you initially put it together? <laughs> good question. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, but I see his face. Hey, we don't know if he's talking crap. Yeah. Which, by the way, when I go to do the podcast for this episode, I'm going to put in the notes. <laughs> don't bother watching the live stream. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> How does uh, the happen stack effect? And I, and I mentioned it earlier. Um, what's the best way to say this? Um, I guess wintertime, everything's closed, right? Depressurizes the house. You got your exhaust on, your range hood exhaust. Your are trying to get air. Are you talking about stack effect? Yeah. You're trying to get air. The house is trying to, like, uh, I guess, deep, uh, like, it's trying to pressurize, try to equalize, and it's pulling in air from all the time. 
like everywhere all cracks, windows, blah blah blah. It can't do it fast enough, and you'll get uh, stack effect coming back in the exhaust through uh, the. Uh, that's not called stack effect coming back in the exhaust. You're whatever just you call draft, it, dude. Backdraft in the chimney. Backdraft. That's what's called. I thought stack effect was when you have like the cold air in the chimney, and then uh, yeah, actually, good, good point. Exhaust wants to or whatever it is is trying to light, and then it can't actually get the hot air out of the out of the flue to actually get up the chimney, so it goes out on um like. On, on limit or roll uh, out, no, that, roll uh, out, I guess. Yeah, let's figure out the stack, uh, whatever. No, I, you know, I had that actually happen to me a couple times. One time, uh, a boiler was short cycling, and the flu, I, I'm assuming it uses buoyancy to go up or whatever you want to call it, and it wasn't getting hot enough. So, you're right, the cold um, pipe you want to call it was creating a backdraft. Um, you were working in a submarine, weren't you? I think that a lot a lot of that has to do with there's many things that can cause that, Joe. What do you think? Like uh, the height of the chimney. That helps. Um, how mm. much horizontal run Running. that it has going to the chimney. Yeah, the size of the horizontal is, run, yeah. the size of the chimney. Is the um, chimney in the envelope of the house or is it on absolutely. the outside? Oh, yeah. uh, this was in the inside, but as to Adam's point, you're right. Say you take off an appliance off the chimney and the, there's no liner. Yes, you have to resize it for that liner for that one appliance. Now, I totally agree on that. But I also I also came to scenarios that just a boiler shore cycling on a cold flu was creating. Uh, yes, that's what the word is, buoyancy. Um, was creating backdraft. So, um, no, Alaska uh, says why not here? a fucking draft. Sorry. Alaska, he says buoyancy. You mean yeah, buoyancy draft? Um, hey, I did a uh, steam boiler several years ago. Yeah, it was a big steam boiler. I want to say, I mean, not big, but big for residential. It was like a, I don't know, four hundred something thousand BTU, whatever. You know, um, mm -hmm. but I, I get it. It's not big. There's a bunch of people saying you don't know what big is. I'll show <laughs> you big. <laughs> yeah, and then they have like a four story steam boiler from like a factory. I'm right. like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You know, I, I don't like, understand. I'm, Everybody lives in different worlds in this right. industry. Um, but anyway, so the the way they had this basement finished, you could not get a big like a good pitch on the flue pipe. You just couldn't do it. Impossible. Mm -hmm. Um so I bought one of those I, I hate saying this word. What is it called? Journaland to journaland journal oh. fans. Yeah, and I called them fans. and I told them the uh, what was going on with it. I'm like, what, which, what fan do I need for this? And they told me the fan I need for the thing, and this thing was loud, dude. It was <laughs> loud fan. And they're like, this is what you need if you can't have a pitch over a four foot span. This is what you need to have an exhaust. And you go outside, and the the, the chimney outside, dude, it looked like uh, like the Willy Wonka factory. Like the the freaking smoke was shooting like 15 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my god i think we overdid it with the fan a little bit on this one guys <laughs> but actually i uh, i ended up switching that one out putting in a smaller one i i did they just needs a little bit to overcome the uh just, yeah the non the non-pitch like no this is what you need it looked like yeah. it was like a semi-truck exhaust <laughs> robert m i had a stack with a split uh stack with a split in it when the heat fired there was a sweet smell coming out of the return was in the uh, near room the return was not properly sealed pulling in a small smell of wood hmm. there you go thanks robert interesting so you gotta be careful there billy yeah you want to that was me. that was something that i uh not that exact uh the way he said it but i was i was like yeah i told him like go check your flu make sure the flu is tight and sealed like nothing got shaking loose or anything like that but that's why dude 80 percenters get rid of them we uh, this we don't allow those to be installed anymore they just cause problems they could create problems like why is still Canada install? so much better than us with their rules well, and their shit oh, the, 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 the natural draft do you guys do natural draft water heaters no that's oh yes I'm, yes yes water heaters it's yes. still it's stupid though they shouldn't make those freaking things anymore. i know that's still an option. It's power vented or natural draft. But for furnaces, you're not allowed to, because it's weird. In the code book, I believe a water heater underneath fifty thousand BTUs, you could put in a damn closet. There's no code against having whatever. It's it's weird. I guess I don't know. Hmm. But um, 
Furnace, yeah, you cannot install an 80 percenter here. It has to be. I installed um, an 80 percenter today. Boom. What do you got? <laughs> what? What do you got to say about that, Canada? I he's got a he, she's got a heat pump, dude. The the heat pump's not gonna it's gonna carry the house most through the winter. I'm telling you, it's a small house. I looked at her gas usage usage. How much she uh, gas usage is she doing per month or season? Yeah, actually, actually, let me give me a second. I'll I'll pull it up. Nice. I'll tell you exactly. I'm gonna say could get electro boom. Forty thousand. How much square feet? Forty thousand. Is that a person? Electro boom, like, or is that like a? He's Spider-Man a Canadian dude. Sixteen hundred ish square. Who, feet. Electro boom is a Canadian. Yeah, and he's a huge. The Blordor test too. That's a cool house. name. Oh, did you? Electro yeah, boom. Cool. Stephanie like a villain. Comic how uh, how were her how, like how's the leakage on her house anyways? Um, she had a. Uh, her leakage, she was 2,555 CFM 50. Her okay. square footage, she's 1,524 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, her gas usage, yeah, she used 976 therms of mm-hmm. heating usage yeah, throughout the entire winter. That's low. No sense. Low, low. Why don't you explain that? Because Electro like- Boom has a bigger channel than Big Clive. What? Wow. I didn't know it was that, that. He's yeah, he's huge. I didn't know he was bigger than Clyde. Who's that? Electric Boom. I don't ever heard of him. No, I've never heard of him. Can't be that cool. Which yeah. video, uh, Cyber, that he did? I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh, yeah. If he's that Mr. big, Fulbright Fulbright want to talk to us. Oh, he would. Come on, get the, we'll uh, get we'll the yeah. I'll get the. I'll bump. give him the moose card. Mm-hmm. Crazy moose. Dragon Chan is asking, "What is a blower door test?" It's like a big fan that you suck all the air out of the house, or you just add a bunch of air into the house, depending on which way you turn the fan. Mm-hmm. And what are you trying to find out? Figure out how leaky the house is. All right. Good. Yeah, man. Some people don't know. You're measuring don't. the difference in pressure in Pascal's, the difference between the positive and negative. And where can you implement that value? That's accidentally blowing. I want to explain that. A lot of people like a load calculation. There's like an Indian looking guy I know. It's probably not the same guy you guys are talking about. Not electric. He looks kind of Indian. Uh, but there's, yeah, he looks kind of anybody. He's always electrocuting himself. Is that the guy? Absolutely. That sounds like a good channel. He's just yeah, like always good. accidentally electrocuting himself. Why does good? One of Big Clive's buddies. Huh. They all talk. And um, talk. Speaking of um, sizing or whatnot, uh, load count, blah blah blah. I've seen uh, guys um, in the. Facebook group talking about uh, what was that key week? Quick, that? quick model. Quick model. Yes. How how it was that? Uh, Corbett Lungsford and uh, who was the other guy? Kaiser. Yeah. Eric Kaiser. Eric Kaiser. Corbett in his tiny house. Yeah. Corbett in his tiny house. But Kaiser, yeah. X lost. F eight X. I did watch a video on it after they recommended that program, mm-hmm. and it it, it was kind of cool. They had like a three D model on that. But like all these, every single program, the only one that doesn't look like that is uh, Cool Calc. Everything looks like it's from like 1993. I seen that. It's so true. Windows three. Would you say Windows 3.11? Yeah. <laughs> DOS yeah. mode. Hey, That's Jason Johnson, you ever watch the um, what is that? Uh, what is that one show with Pedro Pascual? I think it's how you say his name. That's what I think about when everybody says Pascal. Hmm. Pedro Pascual. Pascal. Crazy Dragon, From, uh, you could ask away, buddy. And kudos to you for wanting to know and asking the question. What movie is that? Um, so what was the... Hold on. Can't think of the movie. Sorry, Jason Johnson. You're on your own, bud. Julian. Yeah, the uh, X-Lost F8X said he didn't understand what you said, Adam. Well, I think you were talking about the uh, blower door. Oh. Um, I don't know. There's good YouTube videos on it. It's just you set up a big fan. It's a special tool. It's a big fan. And you ramp it up until you hit the differential of pressures hmm. of 50 pascals. In yeah, he was in Narcos Wolf Speed. Yeah. And then uh, Bill's house was pretty leaky. Yeah. But I think you should explain where you can, like, again, where you can implement the value, like where you could put it in. Like a lot of people so don't you know. You could either, if, if you're doing a, a manual J on a house. You could either type in their preset settings where it's, uh, is it tight? Is it semi-tight, average, semi-loose, or like Joe's mom, extra loose? 
Uh, <laughs> wow. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Peter Griffin? Right when you come in and he's talking about fucking, uh, what's that? Uh, Peggy, oh, what's that girl Peter, family? your brother? Yeah, he's my buddy. So it's either you're guessing. Kind of, That's the movie I was thinking of. Kingsman, number you're, two. You're guessing how leaky the house is. Yeah. By just. Uh, it's also in Wonder Woman. Or you actually measure how leaky the house is and you enter a numerical value. Man, Jason Johnson, my house is so leaky, dude. And every winter, I am faced with the reality that my house has barely any insulation in it. We were supposed to do your ductwork before winter, too. Yeah, and I was, I'm still wrestling with the idea of um, what I want to do to actually address this problem. What problem? You know, the uh, the issue of my walls having no insulation in them, really. Mm. I've, I've thought about, like, you know, cutting holes in the wall and having them, you know, pump spray foam in there, whatever they do. But like you said, that they can't really see what they're doing. They might not get everything. So I don't like that idea. Um, talking to the siding guy who was supposed to be giving me an estimate, he really didn't seem to know anything about putting, like, two-inch insulation under it. He's like, we have this siding that's, like backed with a foam, like three quarter inch foam, and that's really all he had, I guess. And so I was like, so you, you can wrap it and then put this, um, like foam backed siding on it. That's not really gonna do much. I was like, well, what's the R value Are on it? Are you talking would... about stucco? No, no, because it's no. vinyl siding with just oh, because that's what a lot of people do too, though. I find you know you can't do anything in the inside. Why not do it on the outside? Stucco. stucco. Why stuck? You're foaming the whole house around the brick, around anything. And no, it's yeah. well, that's not called stucco. It's called uh, what's foam. it called? Uh, it, Adobe. You want me to build a house out of mud? Maybe it is stucco. <laughs> There's something. It's called something. Where the foam is so thick, and you drill something through, and it's like six inches. Oh my god! Mm. I was, it's funny you say that. I, I had a they had a house in a nice area. I don't know why they did it to the house. It covered nice brick. But I guess maybe they're doing it for the value. They are value. I don't. I'm not sure, but. I was handing, uh, putting clamps on my three-inch exhaust. I had like uh, two furnaces coming out and a boiler. Long story short, I had to order for like four-inch, not order, go buy four-inch screws, I think. So it was four-inch. I had to get through the styrofoam to get to the cement. Crazy. Uh, so then I was wrestling with the other idea of, uh, like I've told you guys before, gutting the entire upstairs yeah. and having the... Uh, you know, the roof deck, the walls, everything spray foamed, which is, I would love to do that, but man, it's going to cost me so much money. And I just recently had the house appraised. And even in this market, at least in my area where houses are crazy expensive for some reason right now, yeah. my house just barely appraises for more than what I bought it for. And I've already put, you know, $30,000 into this house since I've lived here. And it's it's definitely not thirty thousand dollars more valuable than what it was when I bought it. So, if I put another what twenty thirty grand into at least the upstairs, spray foaming it, gutting the walls, doing all the drywall and everything, you know, it's at least twenty thirty thousand bucks. And then, you know, ten thousand bucks to do some ductwork, run some uh, you know furnaces, and then I still haven't done anything to the first floor to address yeah. the uh, the leaky walls. So you're talking fifty sixty thousand bucks altogether. You know. Yeah, it's a big expense, a big investment. If it's worth, if you want to put in that house or not, if you just want to move somewhere else and I mean, maybe purchase a tighter house. But I was looking at some of these, like I don't know, not really newer houses, but houses that appeared to be more up to date. You know, nice new, fancy shit. You know, everything seemed more modern, already remodeled, and everything. I, I mean, they're going for like three hundred grand. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot here, man. Oh my like, god! I, honestly, like where you're at, Joe, I don't know how. You guys can afford the houses you afford because I know where I'm at. Like I can't, I can afford this house. I mean, I can afford this house, but I couldn't afford a three hundred thousand dollars house on what I make. Yeah, dude. Cyborg keep six. Uh, the fellow Canadians we know about the uh, Ontario market. It's like a million dollars. You're <laughs> most areas, popular cities. You're paying a million yeah, so dollars. How do you how do you afford that? How does anybody afford a house there? It's hard. You need two incomes, you know, and See, people that's say like Chris in California. Yeah, three income state. Yeah, it's yeah. that's it's exactly here. I'm sorry to say, Toronto is a high, high budget. You gotta be city, a big man. baller like Joe, and you gotta be into the back business too. You right? have to be. You have. To, you can't just rely on work, guys. Under table kind of stuff. Oh, cyborg sheep. The electrical in the house is actually pretty good. They had uh, knob and tube. Years before I moved in, they took out all the old knob and tube and had oh, everything awesome. redone. 
new uh i had a new breaker panel installed too that's all been upgraded i got a uh, transfer panel for my generator so all that other sort of stuff is it's all good plumbing is pretty good there's some stuff i want to take out but uh, yeah that's another thing i have some old i assume metal pipes in the uh, second floor that uh i think have issues that need to be taken out and probably remove or replace with pvc mm, so my nice. other idea was since i can't afford a nice brand new house because you know i'm not running the the cartel game like joe i can't afford <laughs> nice million dollar houses i was like you know what maybe i should buy an old farmhouse with some land and just yeah try to fix it up myself you know make a story out of it that's hey. but that would suck so much because it's already hard enough like i've i've had a hole in one of my walls upstairs in my bathroom for like six years because I either don't want to or I just don't have the time to uh, try to patch it. <laughs> put a poster yeah. over it. I'll put like a post-it note over it. Like, don't look here. <laughs> Chill guy, yeah. Even out west uh, in, in BC, it's crazy. They're just as bad as Toronto. It's, it's crazy. It is, there's bidding wars. You could you could put a house for, let's say, eight, 900000 You're going to get a bidding war. It's just they do on purpose now. There's bidding war. Go over a million. It's crazy. It's wild. It's wild. Anyways, well, I wish I lived in Toronto. <clears throat> I know. No, you'd have to get another job. Yep. Me and Joe could we could live together as roomies because, like, I know what some of the technicians <laughs> make. Like up in Toronto, I'm like, well, how did they afford it? You know, like, because I mean, I'm not making uh, killer money, but some of these guys I'm making more than them. I'm like, you guys are buying five hundred thousand dollar houses, and I'm like in a two hundred thousand dollar house, and you know, it's yeah. weird. It's like those those house buying shows where like I'm a I'm a substitute teacher, and then the other guy's like I make chalk sculptures on the side, and our budget's three million dollars to buy. <laughs> We're house. doing this right now. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like, it makes no sense. Hey no, Joe, do you, know, sense. do you know the Property Brothers? Yes, of course. They have house. They have. Uh, do you know about them? Yeah, they live by you, right? Yeah, they live by you. There's houses they've done remodeled uh, in my area. Not my area per se, I guess, but like in the GTA. Mm. I go by a street and you'll see Property Brothers. And I guess, I don't know if they're going to remodel it. It's going to be on TV, but yeah. Hmm. But anyways, how much is a box to live in Canada? It's, it's expensive. A million dollars. <laughs> Cardboard box. Joe's house is old and very leaky. It is. It is. We uh, it's, we know it's worth a bunch of money. Yeah, but I did my usage. It was a hundred. It was a hundred thousand. Yeah. Like uh, BTS. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I, you know, I'm thinking I'm. I'll probably be doing a um. Next, next. I'm gonna change on my system. Big project. It'll probably be a heat pump with yeah, uh, gas back, back up. I'm gonna start making fart videos so I can get my income up a little bit. <laughs> get your TikTok on point. Yeah, my only fans is gonna be nothing but feet and farts. <laughs> we got our TikTok going. I'm gonna fart Off on cakes. Ground. Fart on cakes. Put my like feet on the camera and stuff. Good idea. I think it'll be a hit. Try to cut vegetables with just my feet. I think it's gonna be a hit, bud. But I think I think that's it, boys. I think we should wrap it up unless I can think of something else. Let me check my list. About. Oh, we didn't talk about flowing nitrogen. See, oh, yeah. what happened with that? that up right yeah. in the beginning yeah. Why yeah. Yeah. Broken? remember uh adam's little buddy there jimmy wang adam was telling us before the show oh, yeah, yeah 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 what he had some issues hmm. issues with his guys flowing nitrogen and i was remembering i did that um that make line sort of remodel with the new evaporator new condensing unit and uh there was one part where i really didn't flow any nitrogen when i was brazing in the evaporator and I, when I was brazing the parts of the evaporator together, like the TXV and just kind of putting everything together inside the evaporator and then, you know, connecting some of the line sets so I could feed it through the back of the cabinet. And obviously like there's no way to flow nitrogen. I, now I could, now I take that back. No, there, I could have brazed down like a temporary service tube, service port. And then flow nit- flowed nitrogen that that's way. Different. But that's different. That's different. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, you can't do really. That. I think on refrigeration, there's probably a lot, especially these little box. Uh, what do you call them? Like these little devices or whatever you call them. You know, like coolers and that, where it's mm-hmm. not like you don't have a separate, uh, you know, condenser and evaporator and all that. And you, 
the only thing is on the small systems the smaller systems that would be more critical to have that you know carbon inside the yeah, pipe there was there like was that. carbon buildup in those pipes when i was well, done but how, Absolutely. Would you, how would you ever do that how would you ever flow nitrogen like okay yes, so just on the last there. joint you can't flow nitrogen yeah but what no, okay. like in that in that environment what i was doing with that evaporator i would have had to temporary temporarily braze on a a, a service port on the end of the end of the evaporator. Well, sorry what was the uh what was the scenario again sorry i wasn't i had the whole evaporator sitting on top of the counter and i was yep. brazing in the txv and then running the uh liquid line and suction line outside of the evaporator box itself so i could when i put the evaporator everything down inside the cabinet i had to feed a little bit through the back of the cabinet so i could connect it to the condenser Gotcha. So I was putting that all together beforehand, of course. And, you know, I could have braised on a, a service port real quick and then flow nitrogen that way. That's probably what I should have done. You know, if we're getting you know, scientific about it, that's probably what yeah, I should have done. Yeah. That would have been the only way to do it, though. Yeah, I guess so. Or, uh, yeah. Clean this off and back on. Unless it was pressurized before the refrigerant or nitrogen. Let well, it unless I, like just dry fitted everything, put everything together and then brazed everything like at one time Then I could have hooked up, then I could have hooked up nitrogen to the condenser and then just float it. Right. Of course. Right. Well, of course. Yeah. Or you just use zoom lock like a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zoom lock. Yeah. Or you just buy a truck, <laughs> but never do truck things with it. Be a man. A what truck? What? Are you watching that same TikTok guy? Hell yeah. That's where I get all my life advice. Be a man. <laughs> Never smile in any pictures. Be a man. <laughs> Mega project. Uh, Mega projects says subsea pipelines are pressurized with nitrogen. Oh, it's pretty random, but cool. Hmm. Hmm. Ale Anonymous says quarter inch flare rubber plug. I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking to put um put I guess to tie one in, like you were saying. Hmm. Be your wife. Be a man. Yeah, sounds about right, Lasko. Mm-hmm. Yep, I do that quite often. <laughs> <laughs> the camera is fixed. Yes, it is. We can see. I don't know if it is. Face. I think it's gonna go back out. Look, I shaved my head. Am I losing my hair? I think I right here. You're fine, yeah. dude. Oh, no, no, it's starting to peak. Oh my the god! Leave the guy alone. Start drinking again. Shaved it. Shaved it. Yeah, you might as well just keep it short because one day you're gonna have to start, you know, straight razoring it. Yeah. That's what I had to do. You have it, flaunt it, bud. Take advantage. When you lose it, then you shave it. Or you shave it before you lose it so you avoid looking foolish. <laughs> Good point. Alaska wants to know why your head's dented. Um, It's like right here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was. Probably because when your mom gave birth to you, she was lo so loose, you just fell right out and bumped your head. <laughs> Yeah, that that could happen. That could. I think we should have ended on that note. But yeah, that could have happened for sure. Mm -hmm. That was a good ending note. Yeah. Well, it's too late now. On... You can't end it after you say you should have ended it on that note. Well, could I it... knew you were gonna hit the button anyway, so might as well just say it. Could have floated out of there in a hot air balloon. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Elon Musk got a hair transplant. Absolutely, he has the money. What? Why not? He has the money. Why? Why? He was uh, going bald or something. Well, you know, know what? When you have that money, you can do anything you want. I want to get a hair transplant everywhere in my body so I look like Wolverine. Or not Wolverine, uh, Werewolf. Like, um, who was that wrestler? Like Teen Wolf. Do you remember that Ale. movie from the 80s? Teen, Teen Wolf. Ale. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Oh, I can't remember nothing, man. I'm going to have Alzheimer's when I get old. Or dementia. Oh, I hate that. One of the two. They, why don't they got a cure for that already? Like, what the hell is taking him so long, man? Well, because they haven't figured out how to detect it before it, it's actually detectable. Like right now, yeah. we only know people has it. Like by the time we figure out that somebody has Alzheimer's or dementia, like their brain is mush already. Yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah, if we would if we would have some way to screen for this 20 years ago, we might have been able to do something about it. But until they can figure out that part of testing early, then they can maybe try to find some way to curb that. Um, MTU engineer saying tape a holes to the stub and flow nitrogen. I've taped so many holes <laughs> and flow nitrogen. I don't even know how it's going through. Oh, I used uh, I used my pipe wiper today too. I forgot to talk about that. Oh, pipe wiper? Why you got oh, a burnout yeah. or something? Uh, you had a burnout or something? Or? No, the 
you know what a bagpipe is, right? Yeah. Um, I just try to. She didn't want to change her line set. I, oh. It was an easy line set change, but I give it yeah. as an option. And she said, uh, "I don't want to change the line set." So, how big was the line set? Three quarter, three eighths. So it was only oh, like sorry. 15, how long was it? Fifteen foot long. Ah, just with yeah. a lighter rip. That's mm-hmm. what I did. That's what I did without the, without the what pipe wall. Favorite. Ch- ah, it's not bad. I like using those things. You know. Yeah. But I still think I still feel like it's going to get stuck one time. <laughs> I've never had it gotten stuck yet. Actually, uh, Brian Orr made a video on one, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. he forgot he put one of them into the launcher, and he put another one into the launcher, and then two oh. popped out. He's like, "Wait, why is there two here?" Oh shit, that's scary, man! <laughs> oh man, oh, thank no, they're, God they're reproducing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. They call, they, they call them pigs. Pigs? Call them pigs. I don't know. That's what they call them. That's what I call my prom dates. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we should have ended on that note. Yeah, it's too slow today. I don't know what it is. It's it's the camera overheating or brains overheating. Brains overheating, but you're just slowing the buttons. What are you guys doing this weekend? G Leeway. That's what I'm doing. You're face, doing Jay Lee, right? That's what you're doing. <laughs> Super gay. I had to say hi to him at the same time, so you know, I just that's an ultimate hi for you. Tell you about my gay friend. <laughs> yeah, not into chicks. Always 